0: Welcome to the Agora Network Ministries podcast, Hope for the Agora, a conversation about mental health and the church. Listen in as our hosts, the founders and directors of the Agora Network Ministries, Alan and Bonnie Gallant, share practical, educational, and insightful information about the mental health conversation and the stigma inside the walls of the church. Our hope is that through informative interviews with leading mental health professionals and people in the field, and through the stories of healing and transformation, you will find that hope and healing can be found in body, soul, and spirit. To learn more, go to agoranetworkministries.com and follow us on social media. Thank you for joining us.
1: Well, welcome to another episode of Hope for the Agora. My name is Evan Dodge. I am your host for the podcast, and I am thrilled today to be talking to Alan Gallant. Alan, how are you?
2: I'm well. A little stuffed up today, but I'm <laughs> doing
1: great. <laughs> oh, man. Well, our listeners uh, certainly are familiar with, with you, Alan. You you and your wife, Bonnie, are the founders and directors. Is that your official title? Founders and directors of Agora?
2: Yeah, yeah uh- I'm a, I'm the executive director, and, okay. um, but we're co-founders. The,
1: yeah, co-founders and the yeah. executive director of Agora. And today we're just going to have some conversation. We're going to share about some new things going on with Agora, some updates, looking ahead to the future, sharing some hopes and dreams for Agora and, uh, and its ministry. So, um, Alan, maybe, maybe we could just talk a bit here at the beginning and... Uh, reflect on our summers today's the first day of fall yeah. and uh yeah so how was your summer did you do anything fun well we did
2: we were able to get back to our home province for four weeks and mm. uh, we haven't seen family or friends for two years because the the pandemic so it was awesome um in june Great. we were able to go to newfoundland to see my wife's uh, family that she hasn't seen for 35 years Wow, that was amazing. Newfoundland is so beautiful. And the people, they like to feed you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I have to say, uh, Alan, when I was looking at Bonnie's pictures on Facebook, the pictures of Newfoundland, I'm pretty sure I violated the commandment not to covet. (laughs) Um, because I was so jealous and envious of you guys being there. Um, I thought, oh man, I I would, I'd like to be there with them. And uh, boy, just the the pictures were stunning. I can't imagine what it's like when you're there in person. And you know what? Uh, We had
2: excellent weather. Uh, You never know in Newfoundland on the areas. Uh, But one evening we were able to get out on the ocean to go Jigging cod, and wow. uh, it was a, a first experience for yeah. both of us. And we saw whales, eagles, uh, puffins, uh, and uh, my wife caught a ten-pound cod. Yeah. yeah! So I caught mm-hmm. one too, but it was like a pound and a half. I had to, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> there were all kinds of little
1: uh, capelin around, so I caught three on one hook. <laughs> wow 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 did, that, did 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 that 10 pound cod become dinner oh yeah it yeah. was so
2: good I know, i'm no i'm not a big fish eater mm-hmm. but when you have a fresh cod um and my wife cooked it so well uh you i it was like e- eating lobster it was so good
1: yeah 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 oh wonderful well that's great well it sounds like um sounds like you had a great chance this summer to really reconnect with roots and with family. And, uh, yeah, that's a real blessing. I, I was able to do that. My wife and I and kids went back to Maine yeah. and, uh, spent some time with, with family there and, um, you know, enjoyed the coast, yeah. ate, sea, ate some seafood, you know, the things that you need to do when you're there. Yeah. And it was, it was a time of refreshment and enjoyment. That's for yeah. sure. For
2: us, it was great to smell the ocean. This mm-hmm. water was, yeah. we, we, uh, so we went to Nova Scotia and where we live, you have to cross a little causeway. And so every time we cross, we roll down the windows and just let the wind blow in the salt air. Um, and, you know, there's nothing like it. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We, we, we enjoyed, uh, you know, at my grandmother's house where we stayed and we remain straight on the ocean. And there's, there's, There's something about being able to open the windows at night. You have the cool air coming in and you can hear the crash of the waves on the beach. Oh yeah. It is. It's sublime. It really is. Yeah. It was great. It's wonderful. So great. Well, Alan, um, I'm, I'm excited for some new things going on with Agora. Um, Can can, uh, maybe let's start with over the summer. I know that when you were out in Nova Scotia for, for close to four weeks, you were doing a lot of ministry there. Um, with with Agora, can you share with us what you were doing? What are some things that have happened? Maybe a maybe a couple highlights of some really powerful things that occurred as you were ministering there. And uh, were there any developments out of the, that ministry that um, that we can look ahead to with Agora?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Now, for those who don't know, uh, Agora Network Ministries is our mission is to educate equip and engage the local Christian community, the church, the people of God towards the mental wellness conversation and to try to break the stigma that's uh, apparent within the churches and Christian community. And Mm -hmm. we do that by uh, really resourcing and uh, giving some supports to the churches that are quality um, um, sustainable and practical so when we go to any church we we share that mission and vision um, so when i was in nova scotia we had three opportunities to share at three different churches and um, share again the story of Agura and uh, share our message of hope and healing Mm -hmm. Um, And so we were able to connect with a lot of individuals Uh, back in Nova Scotia right now, the Maritimes churches are open. um, And so in person is the way to go. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, Mm -hmm. so we had a number of good connects with just uh, uh, people in the pews and pastors. But one that I am really excited about when we were in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, There's a church called Kobe Community Church, a great friend who uh, pastors there. And uh, we were going to go last year. We had a a schedule before the pandemic hit to go Mm -hmm. and do a large conference in the Halifax, Dartmouth, Nova Scotia area. So while we were there this time, we were able to meet a number of pastors that are very interested in number one, Agora Network. But number two, to plan and to host a uh, large in-person conference that will focus on mental wellness. So our team will go into Nova Scotia and uh, we will present and bring, um, you know, practical, sustainable and uh, very good quality uh, seminars and resources to them. So I'm very excited. We have the potential for hundreds of people and pastors to come and be a part of this uh, uh, conference. We're going back to Nova Scotia this November to talk to a multitude of pastors and uh, Christian leaders. So this can be a very defining moment for Mm -hmm. Agora Network um, in the Maritimes. uh, um, You know, there's PEI, uh, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick and Newfoundland and they are very uh, much in need of mental health assistance.
1: Yeah, yeah. Alan, when you were uh, out there and over the course of the summer, as you have been ministering with Agora, Mm -hmm. are you finding an increased need, perhaps coming out of the pandemic, for this type of resourcing and training and teaching that Agora offers?
2: You know, uh, before the pandemic, it was very obviously, obviously, obvious, (laughs) sorry, uh, that uh, people were needing help. But now there's a desperation. And so um, we uh, have a lot of individuals come to us and say, can you help us? We need help. How do we respond as a church, uh, as a pastor? Um, And what we're noticing, uh, Evan, is that the church, the pastor, is still the number one first responders to people that are looking for uh, help with their mental health. And the sad part is that many pastors and Christian leaders are not equipped. So, yeah, so the rise of uh, this, uh, they say in Canada, six out of ten people are struggling with mental wellness right now. It doesn't mean they have mental illness, but because of the grief, the loss, the fear, uh, you know, all of those things about the virus and pandemic, uh, people are in real crisis and they need help, especially those inside the walls of
1: the church. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks. Um, thanks, Alan, for that update. And uh, I think here in the States, it's a similar statistic. Yeah. You know, I, um, I, I know it, it's, 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 it's a, it's a significant number of people, you know, mm-hmm. the majority of the population are, are, are experiencing, you know, yeah. a, a, some sort of mental health crisis yeah. and, and there's a collective trauma really that our whole world has experienced. Oh yeah. You know, this has touched every place in the globe to some extent, to some degree. Yeah. And, uh, and, and so the ramifications, that's why I'm so grateful. Forego and what you're doing now, because the ramifications uh, yeah. to the pandemic and the way that you know lockdown measures, all all you know, shutdowns, people well, losing people losing uh, income, people losing jobs, the ramifications to all of that will continue to play out over the next several you years.
2: You know, Evan, they call that the echo pandemic,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: many professionals are saying that it will be like a decade that we'll have to deal with the uh, uh, fallout on many levels, but nurses, doctors, frontline providers, you know, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. it's going to be, well, right now, we just heard in one of our large local hospitals in one of our cities in Ontario, 40, 40 nurses are on medical leave because of the, stress and burnout okay. that they received over yeah. the yeah. last yeah. year so it's going to get worse and we have to be ready to help those inside and outside the walls of the uh, christian church
1: that's right alan one of the ways that agora is seeking to do that is through the uh, agora the academy mm. and so i know that there's a course that i believe is running now It is. And and there'll be more opportunities, I know, coming in the future um, for learning and for education. Share a bit about the academy, the course that's being offered now, and what will be offered in the future.
2: Yeah, so one of our greatest initiatives up to this point, I believe, is the Agora Academy, Uh, one of our board members, Laura Bruna, I think you're going to be interviewing here sometime in the near future.
1: Yes, I will be.
2: Yeah. And so um, this academy is called Get Educated. So it's one of our big uh, three E's, you know, educate, equip and engage. And so she's educating uh, 30 plus students right now online because we have even students from out west in Canada that have joined us for this uh, academy. And so she's educating us on diagnosis, treatment skills. Uh, Evan, I'm blown awesome. away. You know, we have two sessions next Thursday or this Thursday come and we'll have our third one. But the the last, the first two were on stress and Also on cognitive behavior therapy, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. how you Mm -hmm. think will determine your feelings or emotions and then they will affect your behavior. And so I learned so much about me, Uh, the way that I, you know, the lies and the untruth that I tell myself really affects, you know, how I feel. And yes. many people um, deal with that so for so many years. So this course is unpacking those uh, diagnoses, and uh, the skills are amazing. And so yeah, so this is an eight-week course, um, and uh, we're gonna launch the second uh, academy in January of 2022. It will be online. Uh, For people to register, it will be on online virtual uh, school again, Um, uh, but uh, um, it's going to start January 19th of 2022, Um, and and that's a Wednesday night. Now, the thing that I feel is uh, very good is that uh, people that are on this course or taking this course, if they have to miss a week, we record it. Oh, so great. And they great. can get uh, the great information, you know, if they miss us. So, yeah, we're looking for 30 more students uh, for uh, 2022. And I, I think this will go, um, you know, three times a year. Uh, uh, we believe the price point is very good. Uh, and the information that you get is a quality, you know.
1: Yeah. Alan, how can people find out more? Um, is there a place on our website? Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. So if you All go right. to our homepage, uh, it will come up as the Agora Academy or just go to resources under events.
1: Excellent. Thanks, Alan. Well, I'm going to take a break with my, uh, my, my guest, Alan Gallant. We will be back in just a moment.
0: Thank you for listening to our podcast. Agora Network Ministries is committed to educating people about mental health. And we're excited to be offering another Agora Academy. The first one was such a great success. This eight-week online course begins January 5th and is led by registered psychotherapist Laura Bruno. You'll learn about the different diagnoses, treatment options, and practical skills you can do to foster positive well-being. There are limited seats available, so be sure to reserve your spot today. Go to the Agora Network website, agoranetworkministries.com, and register today. Seats are limited and it was a great success last time. Getting educated about mental health can make a world of difference. Now, back to our podcast.
1: I'm back with my guest and conversation partner today, the executive director and co-founder of Agora Network Ministries, Alan Gallant. Um, Alan, earlier in the episode, you were you were talking about how Agora comes in and works alongside churches mm-hmm. to destigmatize mental illness and to promote mental wellness, have that conversation, mm-hmm. and and to resource um, pastors and churches. So, Alan, let's say I'm a pastor or I am a, a church leadership board or, um, or some entity in a local church, and we reach out to Agora, and we say, um, we want you to come in and work with us. Guide yeah. me through that process. Give our listeners um, kind of an insight into what that looks like and how that process plays out. Yeah. First of all, I think we have to realize something about Agora.
2: Even though we want to make sure that you're exposed to good quality, sustainable, practical resources, the number one priority for us is that local churches have a mental wellness ministry of some sort. Now, this puts us right in line with your question because um, uh, to do that, we have to have a process. And so we have developed a simple process and number one, is really starts with me and the pastor or Christian leader, uh, where we connect together. Now, sometimes churches connect with us and because they have heard about Agora. Or sometimes we connect with a pastor in church because we know others have uh, referred them from mm-hmm. another event. So I try to get together with uh, the pastor and simply share my story, my experience Now, I'm not a a psychotherapist. I'm not a professional mental wellness anything other than I have a story. I have an experience. So as a pastor for 33 years, I share my burnout, my mental wellness story and uh, the stroke and all of those those things that happened to me that birthed and launched Ogora. So we we really introduced. We get to know each other. So from that first contact um, we attempt to schedule a sunday meeting with their folks so if that is a goal then we come in on a certain date that's uh, agreed by us and the church and we go in and we share uh, our story with everybody that is there we sure share the beautiful strokes of god's story uh, we share what agora network is and how we can assist the church Uh, we go with we have our story uh in written form and we have other resources that we uh, provide for the church as well so we try to build a great uh, relationship as quickly as possible right try to build trust now sometimes uh uh we uh are welcome back uh, to do more but uh, my, the second step is to really have another conversation with the pastor and board so we talk more about how we can help educate equip and engage the church and so that looks like this uh, we have designed a four-hour seminar the four-hour seminar is for the local church and so we come in uh, again and I preface the ministry with the people and then we share three important seminars that deal with how to, um, how to build a healthy environment in the church. So people feel that they can trust and feel safety um, in, uh, in a church setting where they are really struggling with mental health. Wellness. So we try to talk about breaking that stigma. Uh, we also come and share um, a pastor uh, and Christian leader seminar that helps the church people understand the business and what the pastor does and why it's so important for the pastor and his family to be taken care of by the leadership and church. And then we have our third seminar that deals with how to develop a practical ministry of small groups for mental wellness inside the walls of the church that will extend even later to the community at large. So um, again, there are three seminars, but what we really want to do that day is educate and begin to... Plant the seed of, of equipping the church to do a mental wellness ministry. And our goal is to have a small group ministry develop inside the walls of the church so people can come. It's one thing to have a life group or a growth group or, a, a, you know, a small group in your church or in the homes Uh, And we are there to talk about how to develop as a believer in Jesus. And that's all good. But to have a mental health or wellness small group is something different altogether because, you know, some people come and um, there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of mistrust. So we train and coach leaders to know how to um, follow through with a small group, uh, equip them so then our small group developer can come back into the church and work with, you know, over time, uh, work, work with uh, small group leaders and help them develop that. So mm-hmm. that's a, a process that we use. Um, and of course, from that process, though, Evan. There's many other things that we can do. We can go back and do a, a, a seminar on suicide. We can do a mental health one on one and share many other different ways to equip the church, right? So, but this process is very important to the Agora ministry yeah. and to the local church.
1: Yeah, Alan, that's great. As you were sharing that process uh, as a pastor, one of the things that stands out to me about the efficacy and the value of what you, of what Agora can do in that process is uh you know, and I speak as a pastor, how important it is for the church congregation and the leadership uh to know what the pastor does, to value them, and to uh see uh his or her mental wellness as a priority. Yeah. Um, for what the congregation needs to do to support their pastor. I, while you were talking, I was scrolling through Twitter, I was trying to find this thing this tweet that I saw a couple of days ago and I can't find it. But the gist of it was uh, somebody was saying that there's going to be very likely a tsunami wave of pastoral retirements, um, resignations, people you know taking an exodus from ministry coming in 2022 and beyond really because of the pandemic and everything that that it has happened and, and the person said you know extra vacation time is nice pay raises are fine but the best gift you can give your pastor is encouragement
2: yeah yeah and
1: that resonates with me i say amen yeah. yes to that
2: i agree with you the stat is this and it's very scary this was before the pandemic in north america one and three pastors are burning out yeah, yeah. and so many yeah. are leaving the ministry i know many pastors uh in canada that had it mm-hmm. they just can't do it anymore yeah. they have passed the burnout stage now wow. they're in the clinical depression yeah. And so yeah. you know, a sabbatical won't help a clinical depression now.
1: That's right. That's right. right. And that's so important to keep that in our minds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, that's, our, that's our process.
2: But uh, we want to see a healthy leader, right? And, and a healthy... Well, you talked about it on, on this podcast with other uh, of your guests that really this is all about discipleship. That's right. That's right. Our body, soul, and spirit. And being healthy, uh, you know, to to serve Jesus.
1: Yeah, that's right, Alan. Yeah. Um, Alan, I know that uh, Agora has a wonderful bookstore and that that is an area that uh, will be expanding and having even more offerings through the bookstore. So uh, tell us about the bookstore. What's going on with that? And I know that there's a study guide coming out. To uh, Beautiful Strokes of God, that you know, the, the book that you and Bonnie wrote about your story together uh, and really the, the birth pangs of Agora, um, which came from that. So, uh, tell us about the bookstore. Sure. So, well, we
2: uh, designed this bookstore when we first started the ministry of Agora. Uh, it wasn't online, it was only through our um, times with churches that we were selling books. Uh, Now, remember, we want to be able to uh, share quality, sustainable, and practical resources for people. So the online bookstore right now has maybe 10 to 12 books that we feel are very good reads for anybody that's struggling with mental wellness. Um, And we want to develop more um, books that we write ourselves but also good books that uh, you, your guests have had uh, wonderful uh, books that had they have uh, written uh, evan and i'd like to get those on our website so uh, okay. if people want to view what we have they can go to our um, you know our website at the top and just look at i think it's books and uh, they can go read and, and see these books but Yeah, the study guide is so exciting. You know, when you write a book, that's exciting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, My wife and I never thought we'll ever write a book, but we have, and it's going very well. We're now into our second print, uh, and uh, hopefully this book will keep selling. But what we thought will be very very good for our uh, readers is to have a study guide that goes with the book. So... Uh, our, one of our team members, Rebecca Hicks, she's a mental health nurse. And Rebecca has taken the book and has summarized it chapter by chapter and has uh, developed great reflection questions based on some scriptures that are in the book. And so this study guide will help people on an individual basis Mm-hmm. but also designed for small groups to get dialogue going yeah. because, uh, you know, talk and talk therapy is so good for people, uh, mm-hmm. that are battling with uh, mental wellness. So, yeah, we're excited. We're hoping that this daddy guy will be available by the mid to late month of October.
1: Wonderful. Alan. That's great. And, um, something that you and I have just kind of talked about today is maybe offering book reviews um, for some of the books that will be offered through the bookstore. And um, so also excited about that um, as well. So um,
2: so, um, some of the books that you have uh, shown on the podcast, I think, or described, I mm -hmm. I think will be a great uh, uh, asset to review those so people can really you know, understand more of the book and then buy the
1: books. Yeah, that's right. Well, Alan, thank you for your time. As as we wrap up today, I want to just ask you, um, share what, what have been, you know, as you reflect over the last several months of, of podcasts, what have been one or two highlights for you from the interviews um, or something that someone has said, um, any, anything about them, something that's just kind of stuck out for you that that um, that that you you've been thinking about or that you carry with you? Well, the last one you did that I, my wife and
2: I were privileged to listen to again. Mm -hmm. Um, I forget his name, but he was homeless, addicted, uh, uh, addict. uh, And then God got a hold of his life and began to do a work in his life. And now he's ministering to people on the streets again.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Um, That was amazing. And, uh, you know, it just, just affirms again how God works In ways that we don't understand. And he can take the person that is the lowest of low and transform them into something beautiful. That's, you know, the title of my book, The Beautiful Strokes of God. So, strokes can be anything homelessness, Mm -hmm. addicting, addiction. Uh, mental wellness, whatever, or physical strokes or heart attacks. And right. God take, take those things and really uh, transform them into something good and uh, for his glory. So yeah. that one particularly is so powerful. Uh, to be honest with you, Evan, every time I listen to your podcast, um, Hope for the Agora, it just blesses my heart. I take away Great something from everyone um and just shake my hand and say god you're so good mm-hmm. you
1: know that's right yeah yeah, yeah. And, and it's, it's really
2: it's shabby either evan <laughs> what's that you're not too shabby either <laughs> I appreciate your questions and your yeah. insights and you know your, your laughter and stuff so thank you so much for the podcast being our sure. host
1: thanks alan i've i've enjoyed talking to every one of them and I appreciate, you know, th- there's a, a, a diversity of people, you know, men, women, different, different uh, denominational backgrounds, different life experiences, um, but all of them hold in common, you know, what Jesus can do for people who are seeking wholeness and healing. That's right. And, and, and they come at it from different angles, right? I've, you know, talked to people who specialize in discipleship or spiritual formation, People who are mental health experts, professors, um, you know, practitioners like like the last guest, Kevin Riley, who's right. uh, you know a pastor and is um, is able. Really, I think because of his life experience in addiction and homelessness, he can minister to people in those contexts um, in in ways that you know I wouldn't be able to because I don't have that history. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's you know you can see. Yeah what he's able to, to do uh, out of his experience in ministry. So people from all these different backgrounds, um, but coming at, at it, believing that Jesus can bring freedom.
2: Mm. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Can I, I want to share a verse as we close here today.
1: That'd be great, Alan.
2: The verse that um, I've been sharing a lot with folks in churches and pastors. And first, That's in loneliness, chapter 5 and 23. It says this, May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, Agora wants to minister to all three parts of her essence, body, soul, and spirit. But what has been coming to the forefront for me is that how our souls go determines affects our spirits and our physical. So you know how is your soul is a question to ask everyone. And so you know John in Third John talks about uh, having a healthy soul. Um, and as he speaks to his friend, he says, uh, "I pray that you will have good health, mm-hmm. and uh, even as your soul is getting along, along well. So, you know, the soul is so important. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everything about ourselves, our inner world, our our abuse, our trauma, the good, the bad, the ugly, <laughs> you know, uh, the beautiful uh, is all about who we are and." So, you know, I like to talk to people about our identity is not in our mental wellness struggle. Our identity is in Jesus Christ, and it affects who we are in the, in the, at the core of our hearts, you know. So just to leave a little encouragement um, so people know that God is for you, not against you. And he wants you to have a healthy soul, healthy body, and a healthy spirit
1: amen well i hope that word and i know that word will encourage our listeners today alan thank you for being uh, uh, on the podcast today for sharing about agora and i'm excited for what lies uh, ahead
2: for the ministry we are too thank you so much
1: god bless you
0: too thank you for joining us today we hope that you found it helpful and informative we are always open to your comments and suggestions You can contact us at info at agoranetworkministries.com. You can also go to our website for resources, information, and upcoming events. Just head over to agoranetworkministries.com. If you would like to support the work of Agora Network Ministries, including this podcast, you can find a link on our site. We appreciate your support. We pray that your week is blessed. Bye for now.